inspiring interviews with today's top landlords. This is the Rental Income Podcast. And now, Dan Lane. A lot of economists think that we're probably either in a recession right now or we're about to be in one. And I know that can be scary. There's a lot of fear. There's a lot of uncertainty right now. And it's perfectly natural to be scared. But this could also be a huge opportunity. And today on the podcast, I wanted to explore that a little bit. Joining us on the show is an investor that invested and made a lot of money during the last two recessions. So I want to find out what he thinks about buying rental properties right now, whether he thinks that's a good idea, and also how he's changed his business. The coronavirus has really changed the way that we have to do business as rental property investors And I want to find out how he's changed the way that he's doing things. Joining us on the podcast today from Erie, Pennsylvania is Jason Perro. You probably remember Jason. He's been with us before. We'll take a quick break. We'll thank our sponsors. We'll come right back and we'll talk to Jason. It can be a real challenge to stay organized and keep track of all your rental income and expenses for tax time. Most people end up with a pile of receipts that you need to sort through and make sense of. I want to let you know about an easier way. It's a software that I use called Rental Hero. It was built specifically for rental property owners. They have a really easy to use web portal as well as an app where you can easily input all your income and expenses. You can take pictures of receipts and you're done with the paper receipts for good. They have a free 30-day trial. You can try it out. No credit card required. If you don't like it, there's nothing to cancel. Just go to rentaltrial.com. That's rentaltrial, T-R-I-A-L.com. The first step in buying a rental property is to get pre-qualified. And I would suggest you work with a lender that specializes in working with investors because the last thing you want to have happen is to get to closing and find out the money's not there and you can't close. The lender that I recommend is Chaley Ridge from Ridge Lending Group. She's a nationwide lender, and she'll pre-qualify you for free if you mention Rental Income Podcast. Find out more today. Contact Chaley at RidgeLendingGroup.com. That's R-I-D-G-E, LendingGroup.com. NMLS 42056. There's a lot of fear, anxiety, uncertainty today, but how does that compare to how you felt during 9-11 and during 2008? Yeah, I I tell you, I um, fear is fear. <laughs> I yeah, I was. Um, I I, I want to say I was I was um, probably like different types of fear about both. You know, nine eleven. It was, you know, are, are we being attacked? Like again, our, is our way of life changing? Um, how is it changing? You know, there, there's all this economic uncertainty. Uh, I was much younger at the time too, so you know that that type of you know we wasn't married yet. You know, didn't have kids yet. 2008 um, was a little different. You know, we, um, you know, everybody was losing jobs. The economy's economy was collapsing, but, um, but at that, at that time it was, again, I think fear of the unknown and not fear of like, I'm going to die. Well, no, I mean, you might die economically, but here's the thing. I mean, you never fail if you don't, you know, as long as you don't give up. So, you know, the way we're looking at it in our, in our company as, you know, using this time as an opportunity to, you know, tighten our belts. In 2008, the banks were not really too thrilled to work with anybody. And that led to a lot of foreclosures, 
a lot of people just walking away because I think they just didn't know what to do. Where it seems like at the initial onset of this, the banks are proactively saying, hey, if you're in financial trouble, reach out to us. And I I think that's they learned that lesson in 2008. And sure, that might really protect the market. Um, So like, how long do you think it'll take before? um, Because there's always going to be distressed people that need to sell. How long do you think it'll take before there may be opportunities out there? That might start to play itself out you know, later on, you know, yeah. three, three, six months down the line. I mean, I, I don't think that, um, you know, it takes, it takes a little bit to, to actually foreclose on a property. So, yeah, uh, or, be, or a seller to realize, oh my gosh, I'm at, I'm at my wit's end. I need to, I just need to sell and get out of this situation. So, you know, there may not be as much fallout as people think if this thing is shorter lived than, um, than not. Yeah. And I think the other thing to keep in mind is that there's always people that need to sell. Like it doesn't have to yeah. be a foreclosure. And, if people are feel fearful right now, there's probably going to be less buyers. So it, it right. may be less competitive to get into deals. Um, so like, would you feel comfortable buying something right now? Or do you think you want to wait and see how everything plays out? I am a hundred percent comfortable buying something right uh-huh. now, assuming that, that things are, are in good shape and, and largely, um, you, you know, uh, unaffected, then, then it shouldn't be a problem to get the money. Um, but then the challenge is the third party inspections, you know, and how do you, how do you, you know, for practicing social distancing and we are, um, you know, in, in certain places in a basically shelter in place. I mean, I, I don't know that, say in California and, and, you know, here in Pennsylvania, we're, we're probably moving pretty close to that. How do you, um, you know, how, how do you inspect units when, when there's a shelter in place? I mean, that's just irresponsible and it right. probably wouldn't be, sure. wouldn't be allowed. So, so I think the timelines might be affected. And I think every, you know, um, everybody doing a transaction right now just has to have some sort of addendum uh, in, into their, you know, into their agreements that, that allow for some longer timelines and, and things like that. And that's a, um, but I'm I'm a hundred percent confident in even right now in, in our rental market for the same reasons I, I mentioned earlier about look if even if half our population's unemployed that that's well you know knock on wood but that shouldn't last forever no, um, right, I, I think that right. you know, that'll rebound I mean people people want to you know own companies start companies have jobs I mean this is you know um, a society of of hardworking people so that's uh, that'll come back and and um, you know, and, and again, like, you know, if, if you look at the basics, people still need a place to live. So, um, I, I think that that generally speaking will be the first place that, you know, uh, a lot of people, the, one of the first bills that people pay. Absolutely. Let's talk about what you're doing with your business differently today. So yeah. when you have a vacancy, how are you doing showings? So we, um, we've instructed all of our, our property managers that they cannot meet a, a prospective tenant face to face. So they will, uh, for instance, if they're at a single family home or they're at a you know big complex, they will sit in their vehicle, um, or stand, you know, outside the property, um, you know, and keep, keep a pretty far distance. They'll let the prospective tenant go in the, in the unit alone. And then when they leave, they'll, they'll, so they'll disinfect the, the doorknob, you know, um, before and after, and, um, and they won't, you know, they, and they won't have any close proximity, maybe the closest, like, like 20 feet. And, and, um, and so that, that's a little awkward, but I think it's an awkward time and, and our prospective tenants understand that, you know, we had, uh, my one property manager rented six units this week w- without Great. issue. And now the challenge is then, you know, I said, we want to be ahead of this and not, you know, um, just because you're dealing with customers and, and 
you know, potentially spreading a virus unknowingly. So, you know, it forced us to do something we should have done 10 years ago, which was just load our lease into DocuSign and sign this stuff electronically. So they can still review the lease and they can go line by line and page by page, but do it, do it over the phone. And and my gosh, I, you know, it's like sometimes these crises, you know, force you to do the things you should have done a long, uh, you know, a long time before that. Right. Absolutely. um, that's the um, so so that's that's one of those things, and then our, our maintenance team right now um, have really just to to you know avoid any human contact. Um, they're working alone and isolated in vacant units. Um, so you know we're, maybe we had a backlog at certain places where you know or some units that were required more work. We can hold them up there independently, and they're they're happy and able to keep working and and you know have their normal income coming in. Um, you know, the only exceptions, if there's a critical maintenance issue, you know, something that's health and safety, you know, electric, you know, leaking water, sewage backup, you know, no, uh, furnace isn't working, you know, it's still a little chilly here in uh, Pennsylvania. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. stuff like that, that, um, they would, that, that is just absolutely crucial. But to that end, we're requiring the tenant to not be in place in their unit, that they, they have to go out to their car, go walk around the block or, or, you know, leave the property and our guys are going in with uh respirators and gloves and they're basically disinfecting before and after and and just taking like extra extra precautions the other thing is if somebody's sick um we know we're not taking any chances like if they or a family member are sick they have to self-quarantine for uh for 14 days and so just really try to be comfortable with and familiar with the cdc guidelines so that you know we're doing our part and being socially responsible um while we're trying to still continue operating our business. Now, filling six vacancies in a week, that, that's a lot. I mean, that that's congratulations in, in doing that in, in this environment. Are, are you noticing that you're getting less interest about vacant units or does demand seem like it really hasn't changed that much? No, it, it definitely has started to drop off, but it's still there. Um, you know, the, uh, so that that's I mean we get a, a ridiculous amount of leads and emails, um, you, you know, a, a day and, and phone calls. But that's uh, that so that has tapered off some. But also um, we we've kind of pumped the brakes a little bit with our with our uh, property managers and said like you, you know like right now is not the time to think about sales as much as it is customer service. And so mm-hmm. if they can fill vacant units and, and they follow the this you know the the safety protocols we put in place, that's fantastic. Um, and we we want them to do that, but but more so, you know, right now is the time to take care of our customers and you know making sure that you know they know. And I, and I think it's important for our our employees, you know, the property managers, to know that you know we care about them and we care about our tenants. And hey, we're going to still fill units, but more importantly, we want to retain our good tenants that we've had. And and um, you know, I'm really making sure that those people know that we care and we we understand what they're going through. And you know, we're we're here to you know try and point them in the direction of resources they need or you know, or work with them or just be a shoulder to lean on, you know, it's, it's, um, you know, just try to be a little bit different than every, every other bill collector that they have in their right. life. So. Yeah. So l- let's talk about that a little bit, how you're taking care of your, your customers or your, your tenants. Yep. So like what, what kind of things are you doing? So if, if they're having trouble paying rent, you know, maybe the, their, their money is a little bit delayed at their job or something, yep. but like, what are you doing? Like, are you charging late fees? So the one thing is, you know, we've had, uh, people reach out and, and we have a, you know, have to have a live conversation and then we'll put, 
whatever we agree on in writing via text message, email, whatever the case is. So we all have a record of it. But what what it is, if somebody you know is, is on unemployment and they need to balance out their um, you know their payment schedule, uh, first thing is we'll waive the late fees. Um, you know, and again, this is for people you know that that are affected by the coronavirus in terms of their job. I mean, if they you know, if, if they're still working or they work remotely and there's no hiccup and they just are lazy about paying their rent, well, that's, you know, that, that's not a good time to make an excuse because mm-hmm. they, they weren't affected. Right. right. But, but the, uh, you know, if they're affected and a lot of people are, you know, we have a lot of servers, a lot of people that work in retail, things of that nature, um, just tons of trades, you know, that, that have just shut up shop, um, you know, until, until they're allowed to open back up. And, and, uh, so we, you know, we'd say, look, you know, we waive the late fees. We, you know, we had somebody that was, um, breaking a lease early and we didn't charge the lease termination fee. Um, you know, and, and, uh, you know, we're not looking to make any further economic hardship. I mean, I'm, sure. I'm in a for-profit business, but, um, but I, you know, I think you have to do this with a conscience and, and I would, you know, it's just the golden rule, you know, treat people the way you would want to be treated. I mean, if, God forbid 50% of our tenants didn't pay and I was looking for some sort of forgiveness from my lender. You know, I wouldn't want them to be hitting me over the head with a, with yeah. a bat saying, you know, you know, that we're not going to be flexible. So I, I think that, you know, the, the thing is we will have those conversations, try to really like, I, I mean, this is where, you know, one of my mentors in the business said to me a long time ago that, you know, being a landlord or a property manager is, is also like being a marriage counselor, a, you know, a therapist, a, a financial counselor, a big brother, a best friend, a teacher, you know, all, all of these things. And, and I, um, and I would say that, you know, this is a time to put on your financial counselor hat and your, you know, maybe your, your therapist hat and, and, you know, talk to, uh, um, you know, and talk to them and see what their budget looks like and try to, try to help them understand, you know, especially if they're in panicking, you know, just, just how to handle their finances and, and come up with a plan that works for them to, to pay their bills. Um, that might be time consuming, but I think, um, when you build, when you build that type of trust and loyalty with, with a, a tenant, um, they'll rent from you forever. Now, the other thing that, that you're doing, which I think is really smart is you're, you're guiding tenants to resources that can help them. If maybe they don't qualify for unemployment, like you're sending them to, to places that where they can get assistance. Tell me a little bit about what you're doing with that. Sure. So we have, uh, we, we put together a list of, you know, so like the, um, you know, the Pennsylvania state unemployment and have like the kind of the, you know, frequently asked questions and then the link where people can sign up. So we've been sending that to people. Um, fortunately, I think everybody that's kind of affected by the coronavirus, uh, at least in Pennsylvania, and I think most states are this way, is that they're waiving the, the waiting period for unemployment and they're allowing pretty much everybody to get it. Um, but, but additionally, there's, you know, there, there's certain places I know in Indiana, the United Way uh, is set up to, uh, to help tenants with, with rent um, and, uh, you know, food and other things like that. And so I think that, you know, really that people understand that, hey, there, you know, this is a time where they're, you know, the, the food banks come in really handy. And if you really need the help, you know, now's, now's not a time to be too proud to ask for it. Um, so we just, you know, like we, we have a uh, uh, kind of a list of those social services that may be applicable to whatever, um, you know, whatever uh, issue that tenants pre- one of our leasing agents, uh, ha- we happened to hire her from her, her past job was as a, a, a caseworker. So she works with a lot of different agencies and, and, and social support uh, systems. That um, So she's got a lot of personal contacts at, at, at those agencies. And that's kind of come in really handy at this point because, you know, it, it kind of, I think, puts some tenants' minds at ease knowing, hey, you know, 
like we just got connected with this agency. Great. Like, you know, uh, and, and that, that's why those agencies exist. So, you know, um, that, that's really just taking everybody on a case by case basis and seeing, seeing what they need. Now, it sounds like you're really doing all the right things when you're communicating with your tenants, you're, you're being flexible with them. Um, so it, it, I have a feeling that your revenue probably isn't going to be affected too much by this, but if it is, if for some reason you end up having a lot of tenants that, that can't pay, do you have any plans on how you're going to deal with your lenders? And you also have a lot of private investors that you, you pay monthly to like, have you thought about how you're going to deal with that? Sure. I I think that, you know, number one, it's, it's about having a, a honest, you know, forthright conversation with, with, with any of them. I mean, if, again, if all of a sudden nobody can pay their rent um, and and we're, you know, um, in in a situation like that, I mean, I think I I usually tend to, um, you know, on one hand, you know, when my wife and I started this business, we did most of the stuff ourselves. So um, if I had to go cut my own grass for a couple months, then I'm going to cut my own grass. I'm Mm -hmm. not going to, you know, if I have to, you know, if we have to, you know, I work 24 seven to make sure that, our, our business and our properties stay afloat. Um, you know, I would say having that conversation, you know, with, with the lender and, and, you know, asking for, you know, deferred payments or forbearance or whatever, whatever the issue is to say, Hey, we, we need to work through this. This was an unprecedented time, but we're committed to what we, you know, our obligations and, and we're going to, you know, we're, we're going to honor those, but we need a little bit of flexibility. Um, so, you know, we have our agency debt, we've got our regional bank debt, we have, you know, we've got private lenders and, and I, I, um, I've had conversations with all of them and said, Hey, right now, you know, here's our plan. We feel good about it. And, and, um, you know, we're going to be in touch if we, if we need to be. And I, I don't think it'll come to that point. And like, you know, for all the reasons I outlined earlier, I think we'll be in, in good shape. And, and, um, you know, but I think if somebody out there is facing a scenario where they're not in good shape, I think you have to, you know, you really just have to be honest and you really have to, you know, um, try to tackle the problem head on with, with your lender, with your investor and, and, uh, you know, try and try and work out something creative and, 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 you know, um, ask them for, for some assistance and don't, don't be, too, don't be too proud to do that. You know, sooner the better, uh, in some cases. I think that's really good advice. And I, I hope everyone takes that to heart that just like we want our tenants to be communicating with us and telling us what, what's going on and, and working with us and coming up with, with the plan, because we want to get paid, your lender wants to get paid too. So definitely be proactive, reach out to your lenders, reach out to your investors. And I I think everyone, we're all going through this together. And I I think everybody wants to get paid at some point and and everyone is going to be flexible. So um, yeah, just keep that communication open. If you want to learn more about Jason or reach out to him, I've got his contact information on the website. You can find it at rentalincomepodcast.com slash episode 255. I'd like to thank today's sponsor for making this episode possible. It's Chaley Ridge from Ridge Lending Group. If you find a great deal on a rental property and you're looking for the best way to finance it, the lender that I recommend is Chaley Ridge from Ridge Lending Group. She's a nationwide lender and she specializes in helping investors buy rental properties. She has a ton of different loan programs and she can also help you refinance if you're looking for a way to lower your expenses. This is a great time to refi. She's um, got really good rates and the process is really pretty simple. If you want to find out more or set up a time to talk to Chaley, just go to ridgelendinggroup.com. That's R-I-D-G-E, 
lendinggroup.com. If you mention rental income podcast, she will waive all the pre-qualification fees. NMLS 42056. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. If this is your first time here, make sure you subscribe. We've got new interviews every single Tuesday. If you subscribe, you'll get notified as soon as they come out. My name is Dan Lane, and this has been the Rental Income Podcast. I've put a lot of time, effort, and money into building my rental portfolio. It's something I'm very proud of, something I want to protect, and something I want to keep in my family for a long time. That's why I put together an estate plan. With Trust and Will, you can create and manage your own custom estate plan starting at just $199. Just go to trustandwill.com slash RIP and you'll get 10% off plus free document shipping. I thought about doing a will for a long time, but I thought it was going to be very complicated, confusing, and expensive, and I just kept putting it off. Luckily, I found Trust and Will, and the whole process could not have been easier. My wife and I sat down one Saturday morning over a cup of coffee. We went to trustandwill.com. They walked us through a series of questions, and at the end, we got our own state-specific and customized will for our needs. Trust and Will has made estate planning easy and accessible for everybody. Secure your assets and protect your loved ones with Trust and Will. Get 10% off plus free shipping of your estate plan documents by visiting trustandwill.com slash RIP. That's 10% off and free shipping at trustandwill.com slash RIP. I didn't like the idea that if something were to happen to me, my family was going to struggle financially. I mean, they're still going to have to pay the mortgage payment, car loans, credit cards, and whatever other living expenses they have. So I got life insurance, and it gives me a lot of peace of mind to know that they're not going to struggle. They're going to have some time to get back on their feet again. Policy Genius's technology makes it really easy to compare life insurance quotes from the top insurance companies in just a few clicks to find your lowest price. If you have life insurance through work, it may not offer enough protection for your family's needs, and it also might not follow you if you were to leave your job. With Policy Genius, you can find life insurance policies that start at just $292 per year for $1 million of coverage. Some options offer same-day approval and avoid unnecessary medical exams. One of the things that I love about Policy Genius is that their agents work for you, not for the insurance companies, so you can trust their guidance. Save time and money and provide your family with a financial safety net using Policy Genius. Head to policygenius.com to get your free life insurance quotes and see how much you could save. That's policygenius.com. I didn't like the idea that if something were to happen to me, my family was going to struggle financially. I mean, they're still going to have to pay the mortgage payment, car loans, credit cards, and whatever other living expenses they have. So I got life insurance, and it gives me a lot of peace of mind to know that they're not going to struggle. They're going to have some time to get back on their feet again. Policy Genius's technology makes it really easy to compare life insurance quotes from the top insurance companies in just a few clicks to find your lowest price. If you have life insurance through work, it may not offer enough protection for your family's needs, 
and it also might not follow you if you were to leave your job. With Policy Genius, you can find life insurance policies that start at just $292 per year for $1 million of coverage. Some options offer same-day approval and avoid unnecessary medical exams. One of the things that I love about Policy Genius is that their agents work for you, not for the insurance companies, so you can trust their guidance. Save time and money and provide your family with a financial safety net using Policy Genius. Head to policygenius.com to get your free life insurance quotes and see how much you could save. That's policygenius.com. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.